0: Hey there, welcome to Fleet FYI's, the weekly podcast by Utilamark that reveals how you can make the most of your data for Sperner fleet management. My name is Gretchen, and every week you'll hear from me and some of the industry's finest in candid conversations that will shed some light on not only two decades worth of data insights, but some of the industry's hottest talking points and key metric analysis with the aim to help you better understand your fleet from every angle. But before we begin, if this is the first time you've heard our show, Thanks for stopping by. I'm so glad you decided to come along for the ride with us. But I've got a quick favor to ask you. Once you've finished today's episode, if you could take a few minutes to leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform, we would really appreciate it. Give us a rating, five stars I hope, or tell us what you liked or leave us a comment or a question about what you've heard in today's episode. But if we haven't yet covered a topic that you're interested in hearing more about, let us know. We would be happy to go over it in detail in a later episode. If that sounds good to you, let's get back to the show. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Fleet FYI's podcast. How's it going? I hope you're all doing well. Happy almost Easter if you celebrate the holiday. I think most of us are looking forward to the company holiday and a bit of a long weekend. But, of course, before your long weekend, I get to leave you with a Fleet FYI's episode to do a little bit of noodling on for a bit until the work week starts back up again on Monday. So... Today's episode is focusing on analytics, and more specifically, taking a deeper dive into the Utilimark fleet analytics application and also how you can utilize analytics to better optimize your fleet management strategy. So to help me out with getting deeper into the details, we've got none other than our director of analytics, the famous Mike Hune, here for today's episode. So sit back and relax, and let's get into the show. Welcome to the Fleet FYS podcast. It's great to finally have you on the show.
1: Great to be here. Uh, believe it or not, it's not my first time doing a, a show. I used to have a live radio show when I was in college.
0: No kidding. I never would have thought.
1: Short lived, but uh, yeah, I was uh, uh, a radio DJ, I guess, for two shows.
0: Who would have known we would have had someone so famous within our ranks? Certainly not I.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, be available for autographs at any time.
0: <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. I'm sure everyone will be too. Um, but today, Mike, you know, I'd love to get straight stuck into analytics because I know that that's your wheelhouse, your specialty, so to say. Could you speak a little bit to what Utilimark does when it comes to working with analytics for fleets?
1: Yeah, Um so a huge complexity with modern fleets is that they have data from so many different sources. Um, getting that data all in a, a unified platform that allows you to do standard or custom modeling and reporting is, is rare. Um, and so, you know, that's really where we start, I would say, with analytics is, is trying to um, collect the data into one location that'll allow you to be successful in some of your initiatives.
0: Okay. And, um, you know, we're obviously both very aware that fleet analytics is one of the biggest parts of the BI platform that Utilimark sells as its main product. But what's the real selling point when it comes to the analytics application? Is it just being able to showcase what data you have? Or is there something a little bit further?
1: yeah um I would say business intelligence platforms in general um, they're really good at uh, getting reports created for you, um, whether it be in a you know, easy to view dashboard or being able to you know export from uh, certain reports that you create yourself. Um, and uh, what our platform does on top of that is not only allow the creation of those reports but also allows you to, to send those out as well. Uh, on a scheduled basis, most users, what we find, especially downstream, you're going to have your your admin users want to use a dashboard, but your downstream users are just going to want to receive a report in their email. Uh, and so having that ability to schedule out reports um, and be able to do so to thousands of members of your organization uh, is extremely important because uh, those are the, the people who really drive change on an enterprise fleet are going to be the consumers of the data. Uh, and so being able to get a report out to them in an easily uh, uh, consumed fashion uh, is extremely important for getting success in any KPI or metric that you're trying to track as an organization.
0: Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think maybe perhaps we've spoken about this in a different conversation, but, you know, I, I know that a lot of fleets, they're in need of, say, a technology layer on top of their data. It's almost as though simply just having the data and having the reports, like you were saying, just isn't enough anymore. So do you think you could expand on how Utilmark fills that role for clients, being that technology layer on top of the data they're providing?
1: Yeah, it really boils down to our expertise, uh, in, in fleet. Uh, and so, you know, we've had expertise in fleet for almost 20 years now, uh, really knowing what happens, uh, for fleet maintenance, what happens, uh, in a, a daily role for fleet, uh, as an organization and what they're tasked to do and what they have to do, uh, in order to, uh, give reports back to their user base, Um, and with that, uh, you know, I would say data quality is always an issue. You know, it starts with, um, fleet maintenance systems. Uh, you're going to see, you know, fat fingered work orders all the time. Um, you're going to see fuel records, uh, where, uh, people are entering incorrect odometer values. You're going to see telematics records that has such a, a wide amount of data that it's it's almost impossible to even ascertain what's going on at certain points if you're just a fleet analyst looking at that data. Um, And so uh, data quality is definitely a huge issue there. Um, And some organizations might have a BI platform internally that they use to uh, get the data uh, um, into one platform, but making sure it's clean data is certainly a problem for a lot of those organizations.
0: Yeah, I bet. And you know, now that you bring up clean data and data quality, you know, coming into the picture there, you know, fleets have a ton of data, like you said, and um, including the silos that every fleet manager dreads. So, how do you guarantee this clean, high-quality data and be able to merge all of these sources into one spot? Yeah,
1: you know, one thing we tech. Uh, pri- sorry, one thing we pride ourselves on is being able to detect that faulty and unrealistic data. Um, making sure that it can be filtered out of reports that go to your user base, because really being able to trust the reports is the only way to drive change in an organization for a metric that you're trying to push out there. Um, and no one's going to trust it if, if they see some of this faulty or unrealistic data. Um, every organization that has ever sent out a report knows exactly what I mean. Uh, because this data always exists. Um, And there's always going to be a portion of the data that in some sense is unusable uh, because of manual entry or because of anomalous data that's um, uh, tracked from uh, one of these Telnax devices. Let's use that as an example where um, the vehicle interaction with that device isn't always um, in a consistent pattern. Uh, And so being able to filter out that noise um, allows organizations to really focus on driving change instead of focus on cleaning data, uh, and it also uh, gives uh, admin users the ability to then see that data that's filtered out to be able to act on it. Um, you know, an example would be these work orders where you might have uh, meter readings that are just entered in with nine 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 nine. <laughs> Uh, you know, not every person who enters in things manually cares about the quality of the data. Um, it could be telematics data where um, all of a sudden anomalies show up there, where um, you all of a sudden look at that data entry and say, "Well, that's totally unrealistic. How did how did my driver go fifty uh, hours in one day with the engine on?" Uh, so you know, just being able to identify those in a uh, consistent, realistic manner using tools uh, that uh, uh, can do this automatically, um, gives users the confidence in the information that they're seeing, and then also gives uh, the admins the ability to go back and, and clean that data um, that needs to be resolved.
0: Mm-hmm. So then, how does the clean data and the visual dashboard x s um, aspect come into play? And they're linked, right?
1: Yeah, they're they're absolutely linked. Um, so you would have um, a dashboard created just for data quality, uh, where a, a admin user or a group of admins would have access to that data quality dashboard. So maybe they find uh, installation quality issues on telematics devices where they can then go and say, oh, well, we actually have these actions to take to make our data better on these units. Um, or if it's looking at uh, work order or fuel entries, it's it's going back to you know, those mechanics or maybe the vendor and saying, hey, the, this doesn't make any sense. Uh, you know, maybe we, we our fleet operates in Pennsylvania and there's no way we had a Fuel record happening in Washington yesterday. Um, You know, being able to detect that information, report on it, uh, and be able to view it in a dashboard where not only you're able to see, um, you know, maybe on a high level, um, how many of these issues are occurring, but also on a low level, what are the specific issues and and what entries are they affecting, um, really allows that uh, organization to be able to. Uh, clean the information that they have, but also, uh, again, get the the confidence in the reports that that data is not going to be in there.
0: Mm -hmm. So I'm intrigued to hear a little bit more about this visual dashboard aspect to the BI platform that Utilimark runs. Could you speak to why these visual dashboards are helpful, you know, especially when it comes to custom reporting and analyzing fleet data, because obviously there's a lot of metrics that are involved here. Um, Is it just that it's more helpful for the end user to see it in a visual representation rather than in a running numbers report.
1: Yeah, so you you would have uh, you know somewhat of a combination of of that where um, organizations you're going to have um, KPIs that uh, in general are there to create change in behaviors, um, and other organizations might share the same. KPIs as you or you might have some that you would be somewhat custom or unique to yourself as an organization. Um, And that that change that you're trying to drive could be, let's say, in driving behavior or maintenance schedules or or something pertaining to, you know, uh, an important thing uh, on your bottom line or in terms of risk out there. Um, So if you have the data you need in order to be able to report back on it to your user base, um, then a visualization through a dashboard or a scheduled PDF is a great way to facilitate that or facilitate that behavioral change. Um, and that's just on on a layer of saying, "Hey, these are my overall numbers." Um, and then second to that, you want to still have the outlier identification as an important aspect of that as well. Being able to send outlier-specific reports or being able to see that visually in a dashboard saying, these are my top 10 or bottom 10 users. And a great way to to uh, represent how important outlier identification is uh, would be uh, an insurance presentation that I heard on, on driver safety. I heard that uh, 90% of your corporate risk on the road is with your worst 10% of your drivers. Um, So basically focusing on that bottom 10% is the way to drive change in terms of your overall risk on the road. And, and that is a a great way to represent any metric, not just safety on the road, but focusing on, on the worst offenders is a great way to drive that change. And so if you're, a supervisor over a hundred vehicles or a hundred drivers, uh, and maybe you're tasked with, um, getting them to lower their idle percentage. Um, you're not going to be able to do that yourself just by, you know, looking at, uh, your numbers and seeing them maybe tweak, uh, here and there, uh, by a couple percentage points. Um, you want to actually go and see, okay, who are the guys who are just killing me? Where can I get the most bang for my buck in terms of driving these numbers down? Um, and so the, being able to quickly identify those, uh, either visually uh, on, a, on a nice uh, dashboard saying, hey, this is how many drivers might be over you know, 100 hours of idle this month, or you know, some, some representation like that, or getting a nice report that just has an Excel CSV that has that list, that action item list. That's gonna allow you to make
0: that change, mhm, so Mike, you know I know that we've touched on quite a bit about fleet analytics uh, just within the last few minutes here, um but no way have we covered anything and everything that we could talk about. um Is there anything else you'd like to add about analyzing fleet data or maybe the fleet app, um the fleet analytics application in itself before we wrap up?
1: Um, so you need an expert on the data itself in order to know what needs to be done for an analysis or um, uh, what needs to be created. Um, and so on our side, you know, we, we have experts in, that have been working the fleet industry for years. Um, and we'll also, you know, we have assigned analysts and customer success managers to each account in order to help facilitate that growth uh, for what, organizations are trying to do for analyzing their fleet data. Um, And that's just within the application itself. Now, an individual company, when you are tasked with analyzing fleet data, that that is almost, for most organizations, as a a secondary job title. Most of these people will have a primary job title that that they have that uh, they can't concentrate 100% on analyzing the data. Uh, and really the the one thing that I would say is you do need somebody who's entrenched in that data. you do need somebody who's able to to dive into it, understand the minutia and patterns that exist within it in order to say this is the anomalous data that we want to filter out, or potentially this is the anomalous data that we want to report on, uh, such as looking at the outliers on 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 your drivers. Uh, being able to to see what that looks like with a mass amount of data and really drilling it down into a small actionable set is your goal uh, when you're analyzing that data.
0: Mm-hmm. Sounds good. So Mike, if there's anyone that wants to connect with you outside of Fleet FYI's, if they'd like to continue this chat about analytics and custom reporting, where would that be?
1: Uh, LinkedIn, great place to connect with me. You can also connect with me uh, uh, through our website as well. Um, or maybe they could just contact you, Gretchen, and, uh, really just needle you to get a hold of me. That'll work too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it will. Yes. Because I always like to be chatting to people. You know that. All right, Mike. Well, um, you know, I do appreciate your time coming on the podcast today and I appreciate all of your insights that you were so willing to share. Thank you again for your time.
1: No problem. Glad to be here.
0: So if there's one thing about Mike, it's that he certainly knows his stuff when it comes to analytics, which I'm sure you probably have taken a bit of insight from from this episode. And, you know, like he said, if there's any questions, any questions at all that you have about fleet analytics or dashboards or any other bits that we've mentioned today during this show of fleet FYIs, please, please, please drop us an email, send us a carrier pigeon if you like, or even just give us a call. The Utilimark team is always happy to help and always happy to walk you through any solution that we might be able to provide. But that's all from me this week. I hope you all have a happy Easter or, you know, if you don't celebrate the holiday, just a nice long weekend. And I will be back in your headphones next week. See you there. Hey there. I think this is the time that I should cue the virtual high five because you've just finished listening to another episode of the Fleet FYI's podcast. If you're already wanting more content, head over to utilimark.com, which is utilimarc with a C, U-T-I-L-I-M-A-R-C.com for the show notes and extra insights coming straight from our analysts to you. That's all from me this week. So until next time, I'll catch you later.